welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge. Sunshine Tiki here without the ladies. Now I know some of you are thinking, hey, that's two shows in a row with no ladies. Don't worry. They're still very much with us, just not with us. They are busy, and I wanted to send you all out a podcast because the Zen Tiki Lounge is just no fun if you don't hear from us often. I have a cocktail. We always do that here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. The lighting is dim. We are listening to spy music this week. Uh, How did that happen? Well, I was looking for an Exotica playlist on iTunes, and I came across a spy station, and I was listening to it while I was cleaning the bathroom, oddly enough, and then I said, I need a cocktail, and then I said, I'm going to record a podcast, even though the ladies can't be here, and here we are, and I'm drinking a Moscow Troll. I'm going to have a sip. Oh, it burns. So much ginger. So we all know what a Moscow mule is. Well, we also know what the uh, Russians and potentially certain political type people have been up to in the last year and a half. And uh, social media may have been involved. And so I thought I would do a version of a mule, but well, we're going to call it a Russian troll. Yeah, not a Moscow troll, a Russian troll. So instead of vodka, you are going to use a very nice rum. I'm using the Plantation Anniversary uh, rum, and I really like it. It's got a nice sweet aroma. It has good flavor. You're going to get the recipe at zentikilounge.com, of course, by clicking on the cocktails link. Uh, but there's a couple keys to this uh, this version of a mule, but made with rum. And that is, I use candied ginger, and I actually throw that in with the lime juice and the rum, and I put it into the cup of a stick blender, and I blend the candied ginger right into the cocktail prior to adding the ginger beer. If you put the ginger beer in first, you're going to have a foamy mess. Uh, Anyway, so then you put that into your uh, mule cup and you top it off with the strong Jamaican-style ginger beer. I mean, you you want some ginger beer with some burn plus the additional ginger, the candied ginger that you've added, plus the lime and some nice, nice darker aged rum or aged dark rum, and you get what I think is quite a bit better than those Moscow mules that everyone is still actually ordering in cocktail bars across the country and across the world. I think the Russian troll, I think it's a step in the right direction. Anywho, so uh, that's what I'm drinking here in the lounge this week. I have some email to uh, discuss and share with all of you. You're going to hear some spy music. We, uh, just before the mail segment here, I'm going to play a couple of spy songs for you. And then in the order I play the songs on this episode, this is episode 390, doing this for 11 years, we're on episode 390, uh, on the order the songs come in will be the order you see them on the, uh, set list at zentikilounge.com under the blog notes for episode 390. I'll figure out what the title of this episode is later. Um, And before I get to a couple of songs and the Tiki Mail, I wanted to say a big, huge aloha and mahalo to 
Rod and Debbie Schiffman for bringing us into their room at Circa Caliente and offering us some of the best cocktails you know I ever have. Uh, Rod makes an outstanding Manhattan. He brings on the best stuff, and he brings the glassware with him that add that extra special touch to your cocktail. There's nothing nicer than appropriate glassware. But the, the cocktail itself uh, was outstanding, and I uh, and Debbie and Rod always super, super hospitable uh, when they uh, invite Starshine and I and Kaylani into the room. And also, uh, Ian <clears throat> and Mindy, I want to say a big aloha to you as well. It was lovely seeing you and chatting with you at Circa Caliente. And then also, too, uh, Stephen, otherwise known as Sleeveless the Magician, and his lovely cohort, Mike Lee. It was wonderful and lovely to see you all at the event in October. Now it's November. We're just going to keep on going through the year. The holidays are coming fast and furious at us, and I think we need to hear a little spy music. Here it is, and we'll be back in the Zen Tiki Lounge.
sounds dry. Salty? Yes, that's it. Okay, so the lyrics that you may hear in um, one of the two of these songs may be inappropriate for some listeners. And if you feel that it's inappropriate, by all means, go away. Okay, so uh, here is the first email. This one comes from Jeff and Theo. Aloha, sunshine, tiki, and starshine. It was really nice to get a chance to chat with both of you. Circa Caliente. Question. On one of your podcasts, you mentioned that you recognized something on the Circa Caliente mug, but you could not say anything until after the event. What did you see? Also, a suggestion. We know Zen Tiki Lounge is currently out of Big Dick Tiki mugs, and as we wait to be served some more Big Dick, maybe continue the same design by changing the color. I was thinking each release do a color of the rainbow. Mahalo, Jeff, and Theo. Okay, well, so uh, let's do the mug thing first. So we've already... uh, had discussions about different colors and that that may just happen because everybody likes that big dick mug he holds a lot he's girthy uh as you would hope and he's a tiki mug so uh he's got the zen tiki lounge logo on the back and he's super fun and uh, we will see we will see if that version of big dick appears again in the future okay so the question about the circa caliente mug now for anybody who's new, not a lot of you, but that was the event in October. You can go to Circa, C-I-R-C-A, and then Caliente, as in the word hot, CircaCaliente.com. And you can also look on Facebook, but you can go there and you can find out all about the event that was had this past October, and it is coming again next October. But there is a mug at this event, just like there is at all of the good tiki-themed events. And... There was a throwback to what Circa had been in the past. So originally, six years ago, there was an event called Taboo. And Taboo had an outstanding tiki mug that was a, uh, it was a skull warrior. And he was holding a a war staff uh, and wearing a single uh, large leaf like loincloth. And everybody loved that mug. So anyway, uh, then uh, the event was called Mod for the next four years. So for four years, the event was called Mod Palm Springs, and Shag was a big part of that, along with Rory Snyder. And then we get to this year, and it changed to Circa Caliente. And on the mug, and again, this event is uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. That's the uh, period that we're looking at to celebrate at this event. And that's how the room parties are themed, and some of the bands cater to that, and it's just a lot of fun. So on the mug, you have, uh, it's an island destination, it looks like, and there's a, there's a TV, there's a tiki reading, a TV guide, and there are some little skulls and some little leaves. And those little skulls and those little leaves are a nod back to that first mug that everybody loved so much, the Taboo mug. You would be lucky to find someone who, who would sell this mug because it is my understanding that only 200 of them were ever made. It was only that event. Rory did not have any more of them made. And when they were gone, they were gone. And I'm glad that I purchased one because it was an outstanding mug. Rory didn't know how popular they would be and didn't know how much he could get for them. And they were a steal, by the way, compared to current uh, event mug prices. So that is the answer to your question. 
And uh, now you know. So when you look at the mug or the mug design again, look at the little leaves and little skulls that are on it. Those are directly from the old Taboo mug design. There. I hope that uh, hope that tickles your boat. So this uh, next email is uh, from Charlie. And Charlie says, big fan of the show and was excited to hear that Sunshine enjoyed Elvira's last season at Not Scary Farm. I flew down from the Bay Area just to see it. That's pretty special. I know there's a cocktail named the Elvira, but I feel like Sunshine could do a fabu job of updating it for the Mistress of the Dark. Would love some advice. And the boyfriend and I are hoping to visit Palm Springs. And since you're experts, can you suggest any tiki bars we should hit up? I know there are a few. Okay, so Charlie, I am sorry that this did not uh, get answered until well after Halloween, because if you were going to make a a drink for Halloween and you were hoping I would get back to you, uh, well, I'm sorry that didn't happen. But I did post uh, prior to Halloween multiple times some of our uh, Halloween-esque themed cocktails, uh, including Burnt Bourbon, Genie's Fire, Voodoo Kiss, The Black Sapphire, just to name a few. So we definitely have some spookier or, uh, you know, just cocktails of the season, if you will. And hopefully you found one of those and maybe you uh, you tried that. So uh, I, did look up, I did look up a recipe for an Elvira Mistress of the Dark cocktail. And I found one and it includes Chambord. And so immediately I'm out. Girl, mm-mm, not doing the shamboard. So, in the future, for next year, let's say I remember. I mean, I did put a remember on my phone, or a reminder, on my phone for October first. October first of two thousand eighteen. Should um, the world not end in a nuclear holocaust, uh, I will see that reminder and it will remind me to work on a drink potentially uh, for Elvira Mistress of the Dark. So that may happen. Now, fun story. Steven, Sleeveless the Magician, who I previously said aloha to, he gave me a six-pack of Elvira Mistress of the Dark Lager. This is actually five maybe plus years ago now. Uh, it's it's fun how long I've been uh, in the know, uh, friends with uh, some of uh, the wonderful people we've met through this podcast. And it was his. It was from his father. Uh, his father had passed, and he had this six pack of Elvira Lager, and uh, he gave it to me because he said, you know, I know you'll get a kick out of it. And uh, two times. Um, I opened up a bottle during a Halloween party and dared someone to drink it, and they said, oh my god, this is old. Because we're guessing at this point that that six-pack of beer, now only a four, no, three-pack, no, only a three-pack at this point, I'm guessing that those bottles are 15 to 20 years old at this point, likely, anyway. Uh, but we dare people to drink up at the Halloween party. They uh, have a horrible reaction. Of course, we film that. And uh, then it's just fun to show people. Uh, so, um, yeah, she she dabbled with uh, lager. She's put her name on a lot of things, including several different slot machines, obviously her shows, a lot of albums and uh, Halloween party music and things like that. So, uh, well, we'll see what I can do with a cocktail 
for next year. So I want to thank those who uh, sent in their correspondence. And you can also send us questions and comments. You can send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. And we just might answer your email here on the podcast. If I do answer your email on the podcast, I probably didn't respond to you via email. That's how you're going to get your answer. If I didn't answer your email on the podcast, I probably responded to you via email. That's kind of how that works. Because I can't can't respond to them all. We try to keep it at just two or three emails per podcast. Okay, so I'm going to have another sip of my... Russian troll. It's really good. Can't order that in a casino. It's too bad. Uh, So I'm going to play some more um, spy music for you here. Oh, and I do want to mention that the two previous songs that I played, the first was Spy vs. Spy by Combustible Edison. So that's a contemporary spy song. Not from the 60s or anything like that, but very, very cool, right? I mean, you heard it, so that was Combustible Edison. And then um, and then I also played, oh my gosh, what did I play? Sunshine, don't be ridiculous. Uh, I actually, I have to find it here because, um, okay, so I did Spy versus Spy, but then I also did Spy's Demise by The Exotics. So The Exotics hail from the Minneapolis area, and they're friends of the show. They've sent us their music in the past, and we have played some of their albums before. So I just wanted to make sure I gave a shout-out to The Exotics and their tune, Spy's Demise. They are a super fun band out there in the upper Midwest. If you're ever out there, you're also going to want to visit a bar called the Foundation Tiki Bar. Uh, It is in Kritiki's top 10 of all tiki bars that you need to visit. Uh, It is, it's it's a true treat. Uh, Don, the proprietor, uh, is an excellent host, also in The Exotics, and I highly recommend that you visit. All right, I'm going to go dig up some more stuff, and I'm going to play for you some more spy music. I'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Zen Tiki Lounge. I hope you're enjoying the spy music this episode. I just realized I didn't fully answer one of the previous emails from the mail segment. So here we are answering it. And the question was, Vegas Tiki Bars. Well, there are two that most people know about. There's Frankie's Tiki Room. Do not miss it. It is off strip as all but one of the bars I'm going to mention are. So you, Frankie's Tiki Room consistently is uh, said to have, and I would agree, the best tiki drinks in Las Vegas. It's very dimly lit. The decor is on, on point, I would say. And again, stiff drinks. So uh, they, they, do, they do something different there that uh, you will not find in many a tiki bar. And that is they have a drink or two on their menu that is uh, made with uh, energy drinks along with rum and other juices and things. And, uh, you know, I, I've enjoyed one or two, by the way. So I'll just say that. And then there's the Golden Tiki, which is also off the strip. And I really like the Golden Tiki. The Golden Tiki is kind of like, it's more of a Disney-type tiki bar, as in the decor is more fantastical, sparkly lights in the ceiling, as if they were stars. Uh, they've got little things all over the place. And then there is the clam chair that everyone takes a picture in and they have they have very nice drinks as well i think i like frankie's drinks a little bit better but when i am taking somebody to vegas if we only have time to go to one i tend to go to golden tiki because people love those dole whips with rum and they serve those at the golden tiki so i recommend that you try both but if you can only go to one i just I just happened to side towards the Golden Tiki. Now, on the strip at the Mirage is the Rum Bar, and it's R-H-U-M, and that indicates that uh, when you hear rum spelled that way, that the rum is from a French island. Rum. Rum. I love rum. It's the uh, more burnt, almost cachaca-style rums that I find delicious. So uh, the rum bar at the Mirage has been there for quite some time. They have some Floridian Cuban-inspired cocktails, but they very much fit into the tiki style of drinks for the most part. They have some other just rum drinks that I wouldn't say are tiki. They, they have quite a few mojitos for example they do bowl drinks they do tiki drinks uh, and the decor is very white almost futuristic like space station very white and green check it out if you're on the strip and you go hey i want a really good rum drink i, I recommend that you go there and check it out and then there's one other place also at the mirage that you it's not a tiki bar it is the Parlor Lounge. It is one of their hotel lounges inside the Mirage. You know, stop by for a little gambling. They have two tiki drinks on the menu. The names right now escape me because I'm inebriated and I'm drinking my Russian Troll and eating candy ginger. But don't, um, don't discount stopping by the Parlor Lounge. I believe that they are only open like 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. or 6 p.m. to 2 a.m., something like that, depending on the day. They're, it's not open all day. 
It's a lounge and it opens later in the evening. But check it out. That's two destinations uh, there at Mirage. So uh, Rum Bar is open much wider hours. So you can go there first and then head on over into the casino and go over to the parlor lounge and try uh, one or both of the tiki-inspired drinks that they have there. They do have a mug, by the way. So you might want to pick up their mug and take a look at that at the parlor lounge. So just some ideas. So that's kind of four spots in Vegas that you might want to hit up. And I'll tell you this, most of the fancy schmancy bars in Vegas are now doing a drink menu with at least one or two tiki-inspired drinks on the menu. A place not to go, which I used to recommend, was the Bond Bar at Cosmopolitan. Oh, God, I used to love that bar, playing video poker there and drinking outstanding cocktails. And they would always have one or two tiki-style drinks on their menu. And they still do, but they're terrible. So um, I would just order a Manhattan at that bar or maybe a martini. But you're, you're playing with the wrong kind of fire if you order what you think might be a tiki-style drink at that bar. Okay, so uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to bring up something after I take another sip here. Ah, oh, that's nice. So um, Starshine and I, we, we were at uh, the Circa Caliente event, and uh, we didn't do a very big recap on any podcast so far. And that was because uh, we're just, we're, we're busy and uh, getting the girls in the lounge has not been easy, or easy. It hasn't been easy either, you know? So I wanted to, um, I wanted to just say that that event, again, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, it just hit such a sweet spot. We hosted the Totally Tacky Tiki 80s Dance Party too. It was so much fun, you guys. Oh my God. We did the glow theme. Everything was neon. It all glowed, and it was super fun. And so somebody had asked me, you know, what do you do to host, like, a glow party? Well, by the way, I think that fits into a tiki bar because you can have any tiki bar, and you turn on a couple of black lights and um, use the uh, neon UV reflective uh, cups that you can buy even at Party City online on Amazon. Uh, they usually come in blue, pink, green, and orange. And you can get stir sticks that are also UV responsive. You can get little sword picks and other things that work under UV lights. And it just adds a fun element to your party. So if you're thinking about doing like an 80s thing in a tiki bar or you're thinking about just having people over and you want to do something fun, uh, you know, you can go on Amazon and you can get yourself a nice... Uh, black light spotlight. Get an LED one, right? You don't need like a big fluorescent tube like the old days. But get one that has like a nice wide uh, wide light and uh, point that at your tiki bar or the little corner where you're making drinks. And then when you're serving up the drinks, they'll glow and it just kind of adds, it just adds some more fun to what you're doing. Uh, but that Circa Caliente event, it was really hard to choose the winner of the room crawl. And, we, you know, we have three categories. So we have best cocktail, uh, and that was won by, um, well, it was it was won by the folks who originally, they were going to put on like a Magnum P.I. theme, and then they ended up doing something called the King Kamehameha Club. But they did a Chi-Chi, and I don't like Chi-Chi's. 
because chi-chis are almost always too coconutty, too sweet, too thick, too syrupy, and they just aren't good. So the hosts of that room said that they would give me the recipe to their version of a chichi, which I am going to be happy to post here on the Zen Tiki Lounge blog as soon as I get it, because it was just such a well-balanced version of a chichi. And if you don't know, a chichi is coconut pineapple vodka, not rum. And it was just delicious. It was really, really good. So cheers, mahalo. They won best cocktail. Uh, Best overall, or I'm sorry, best decor went to the Black Lagoon Room. They did a um, Creature from the Black Lagoon theme that was just superb. But they took a hotel suite and they transformed it so well that you really felt as if you were walking into a cave uh, or, well, the underbelly of of a cave that might be halfway submerged by water and there are uh, creepy crawlies and uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon for photo opportunities. Little snacks. They did two different cocktails. The cocktail was a, a, a murky brown color. Just super fun room and that's why they got best decor and then the best overall room went to the Brady Brunch now the folks who host this room they've done it before not the Brady Brunch but they've hosted brunch and Bloody Marys with a like champagne mimosa cocktail and they didn't have to put a ton into this and this is why I bring it up the judges include myself, other hosts from the Zen Tiki Lounge, and then also other attendees from the event. So when it comes to who's going to win, it really can be anybody, and it won't necessarily be somebody who was sponsored by one of the rum spon- or one of the rum distillers. It won't be somebody who was associated with the event. It's just going to be whoever best fits into those categories of best cocktail, best decor, or best overall room. And the Brady Brunch won because it was two couples that hosted together on this, and they were dressed in character, as in the as in the Brady Bunch. So um, you had uh, Alice and Sam the Butcher. They were helping and and serving in the room, um, and then you had Mike and oh my God. What is Mrs. Brady's name? Mike and Carol. They they were dressed as Mike and Carol. It was just so fun. And then, of course, they always serve an outstanding Bloody Mary, and the champagne cocktail was tasty as well. Plus, they served ample snacks, as you would think with brunch. They really put on a fun room. It really all came together and, as I said, ended up being best room. So if you ever think about hosting a room at one of these crawls, and you're going to Tiki Oasis, you're going to Circa Caliente, you're going to Tiki Caliente, you're going to the Hukilau, you're going to um, Luau by the Lake, you're going to Tiki Con, wherever it might be, uh, you'll, through the interwebs, you'll find out who is helping people host the room crawls. You can ask them a couple questions and find out the particulars. But remember, all you have to do is serve a drink. You don't have to decorate. Uh, you don't have to do anything big. And sometimes those who don't put over-the-top decorations and completely change the entire room, you know, they end up winning best overall. So you just never know how it's going to go. So a big mahalo to everyone who participated at Circa Caliente on the room crawl. We had 14 stops on the crawl 
for an event that had just changed its name and technically it was the first year for this event, even though some folks have been along for the ride as the event has changed name three times. But it, 14 rooms on the crawl for a kitsch, smaller event. It was just absolutely amazing. Couldn't be happier. Mahalo to all of you participating. It was just outstanding. All right, so I think I'm going to play a couple of more songs for you. And I'll be back with a couple of closing thoughts, and that'll round out the show. And, uh, yeah, I think we're having a good time. I'll be right back.
Are you inebriated? I am. That's what we do here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We get a little inebriated. Uh, I mentioned before uh, Critiki, uh website you should all be familiar with. C-R-I-T-I-K-I, like critiquethetiki.com. You should check it out because they did just release their uh, updated top 10 tiki bars in the world for 2017. And newcomer Tiki Cat from Kansas City, Missouri is number one. This one is on my list of places to go. Not, Not sure how quickly I will get out to Missouri of all places, but you just never know. Number two, which has been number one forever is the Maikai in Fort Lauderdale, the largest tiki palace still left from the old days. It's still there. Beautiful bar, beautiful restaurant, Polynesian show, gardens, gift shop. Just, it's got it all in Fort Lauderdale. Number two, and I am going there in January, and I am very excited. So uh, right after I get off of a cruise ship, we're going to spend an additional two days in Fort Lauderdale, and we're going to go to the Maikai, and we're going to see the Polynesian Dinner Show, which I have seen in the past. It's outstanding, and I really can't wait to see it again. Now, False Idol in San Diego is another three. The husband and I just went there uh, actually during uh, Gay Pride uh, in San Diego, and we really, really... uh, Okay, the service was great. They took... I mean, they... we, We didn't say we were with the podcast or anything like that. By the way... That doesn't always get us anywhere anyway. Um, but they just, they kept checking on us. We met friends from in town. They kept checking on us to make sure that our drinks were never empty. And they kept bringing us everything that we ordered. And the drinks were outstanding. And I really, really, really like the decor there. So that was very cool. Hale Pele from Portland is number four. And another one I have not been to. Looking forward to it. I have had folks and friends in the tiki world uh, who live in the area tell me that Sunshine, you really got to get up there and you have to check that one out. Now the Foundation Tiki Bar in Milwaukee, which I... Did, did I say Minneapolis earlier? I am an idiot sometimes. I really am. I, I always flip Milwaukee and Minneapolis. They are not exactly close to each other. I mean, they're close-ish if you live in California, but... It's not the same place. Uh, Milwaukee Foundation is number five, and I highly recommend that you get there. And if Don is there, he is the owner, and uh, he will take good care of you. Also, they now have an Airbnb directly above. So you can actually, if you plan ahead, you can stay above the bar and just uh, wander downstairs to the Tiki Bar. Undertow in Phoenix relatively new they're number six and that's super cool undertow in phoenix i am headed to in february so i'm looking forward to that number seven is smugglers cove san francisco they've been moving down the list they're gonna have to work on some stuff but still an excellent destination in the bay area been there several times i do like smugglers cove they have a great 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 drink menu tons of drinks on that menu traders Trader Vic's in Munich. Now, I have definitely not been to this one, but I I would like to go. So of all the Trader Vic's that are still out there and operating, uh, this one still has its kitsch. It still has the cocktails. It still has the atmosphere. It's still doing what we love about Trader Vic's, whereas most of them in the States have been managed horribly and run into the ground. Trader Vic's is not a well-managed company. 
it's too bad because they have an outstanding um, story and uh, outstanding history and they're just managed horribly and they should be uh, strangled for that. But uh, yeah, Trader Vic's in Munich, number eight on the list. Number nine is Forbidden Island in Almeida. That's in California, and a husband and I uh, went there uh, not too long ago. We really liked that one as well. So, uh, you know, one of the things I like about Forbidden Island um, is that uh, it just, it's in a neighborhood. It's just, you know, you wouldn't think like, oh, there's this cool tiki bar here, yet uh, there it is. So uh, I highly recommend that you check that one out, and uh, don't uh, forget to uh, go check out the back uh, patio area. It's a nice little extra. And then number 10 is Tiki Tea in Los Angeles, one of the oldest operating tiki bars in the world. Comes in with a 9.4. Because all these, you know, all these bars are rated in the, uh, you know, from a perfect 10 at Tiki Cat down to a 9.4. Those are all still outstanding reviews. Tiki Tea Los Angeles is one of those tiki bars that you've got to go to if you're in the Los Angeles area. So there you go, critiki.com. You can check out the reviews and the lists and descriptions yourself. It's a great website. I recommend that you check it out. And their uh, sister site, Uga Muga, O-O-G-A-M-O-O-G-A, Uga Muga, Com. You can find out uh, if a mug you have is worth anything or find out some comments about it, maybe find out more about it that you didn't know, uh, talk to other people who have the same mug, look at other mugs that are out there, find out just more about mugs in general. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great resource and a great site. Oh my goodness, we're at the end of the show. I'm going to have another sip of Russian Troll. I swear it's getting better as more of that, the candied ginger bits uh, mix and get in there. So uh, thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We'll let you have one more spy song here. And until next time, mahalo. <laughs>